of all the tea. I guess that's what you guys call it. I spill the tea. I fucking guzzle the tea and I go and spit it all over the place because I'm telling the truth. And that's the tea. Tea is your truth. Tea is what is the tea? Like, what is your truth? What's going on with you? Here's the nice and confusing tea. Girl, what is the tea? What is it? What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. I am your host, Tia, and today we have Courtney returning to the podcast from The Circle Season 2. I'm so excited. So much is going on in Courtney's life right now that we need to uh, spill the tea on. We're going to spill the tea on Season 4 of The Circle, which just wrapped. Um, So if you did not finish Season 4, which finale just came out this past Wednesday, I do a spoiler alert, so don't worry. Don't worry if we did not finish yet. Uh, finish that, and then you can listen to the rest of this. Um, but without further ado, let's get this thing going. Courtney, welcome back. It's so good to see you again. How how are you? It's been a year. Like, I can't even believe it popped up on my time hop the other day. It's been, I mean, that feels like a long time, but I also feel like so much has happened since then. You just celebrated your 30th birthday, so happy belated, like, Thank you. How, how is life? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Um, that's so weird. Like, it really has been, like, a year that, you know, I did the circle. We spoke. And, like, you know, I've like you said, a lot has happened since then. You know, my birthday was good. Like, I was able to get all my friends together. Um, friends from, like, reality. Friends from, like, not reality. And I never mix my friend groups together, ever. It makes me anxious and crazy. Um, I hear that for sure. Like I couldn't, but on my birthday this year, I did that. Everyone got along. Um, and, and I don't know, life is, life was hectic and fun last year, but I could, if I could describe this year or this moment right now, I would say life is very sweet right now. Oh, good. I'm glad. And like, yeah, that's your 30th. Like that's a milestone. Like, how did you celebrate? What did you do? Like, I know you're friends, but you know, Um, I literally just had dinner. Like I'm, I'm a dinner dinner person i'm literally a dinner person so uh we went to this restaurant called toca madera which you can see on selling sunset Uh, (laughs) that's a good like we're gonna get into selling sunset in a second but go ahead uh we went to toca madera and we just had like a big uh family style like dinner like five courses like dessert like it it was really sweet and then you know we just went to the club after and you know dropped it low and picked it back on up Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. You can't skimp out on dessert on a birthday. So that's no, um, good. Okay. So I'm going to play you something. Cause the last time we spoke, the last thing I asked you was um, what's next for Courtney. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I said. Oh, well ready. You're about to be so shook. Okay. Hold on. I want to do a podcast speaking to reality stars about their experiences and I want to get their full unfiltered story and seek advice what advice would you give a little messy old courtney are you done because you did like you did it so for that's homecoming queens queens. so i'm so shook so for those who don't know yet like savannah and courtney from the circle season two you now have a podcast called homecoming queens and you're doing exactly that you just this wednesday released an episode interviewing mary from selling sunset and you're doing exactly what you set out to do a year ago so like what the, i did it i love that <laughs> how did clearly you've had the like tunnel vision here on this and this has been something you want to do but how did it all come together because i'm shook i mean literally it was just kind of like savannah just like texted me one day and was like hey 
want to do a podcast. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh no, girl, what kind of podcast you want to do? Um, and and we really kind of like took our time and you know really thought about what we would be interested in because we did have a podcast that was myself, uh, Sammy, and Savannah called the Stream Queens where we were um, we were like reviewing television and stuff and really getting into the context of television. But for this particular podcast, we really felt like um, Savannah and myself we wanted to interact with people within our community because we do all of the time. Um, so like. I know I said last year I wanted the advice, right? But I think Homecoming Queens is more so about allowing our reality friends to sort of tell us what their shows got wrong. Like, this is your platform to show the people who you really are. Because I felt like, well, we both felt like after the circle, people kind of like felt like they had a concrete idea of who we were. Um, And just from our time last time, I'm sure you realize I'm very much not that person. I just or, know TV. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of took that and was like, okay, well, why don't we make that kind of like the center of the universe of this podcast? And so far it has been eye-opening and fun. Like we get to meet our faves, <laughs> like literally Mary Fitzgerald. Like what? You love, so I listened to that one um, yesterday with Mary and like what I love from the beginning of the episode, like one of the things you guys talk about is like how the show even came about. And um, she, it's interesting because you never kind of hear that story. I've never heard the story of how the show even started. And I remember like they're, they're out with five seasons now, but with, when season one came out, people, God bless Chrissy Teigen's canceled soul. But I remember when she tweeted about how like, oh, these people aren't even really real estate people. Like this is BS and like just all these rumors is Chriselle really dating Jason. Like all this, everyone's just like, this is all fake, fake, fake. And just her explaining how the show started is like, no, like, of course, this is real. Like these, these people, you hear the story behind mm-hmm. things that you don't see on the show. And I mean, that's just a little snippet of it, but I think it's just such, it's pulling back the curtain on what yes. people really, you know, see. And I love that. I love that you got, you get clear, clear up, like whatever the edit, you know, didn't do for you type of thing. Yeah, you can always blame it on the edit, of course, but mm-hmm. like a lot of times it's like not even what y'all think it is. And I enjoy those moments where they're like, remember when I was looking real messy and blah, blah, blah. I actually was like, I love those moments. And um, doing the podcast, we're definitely getting into those moments. So like, I don't know, I'm just excited. I feel like this is like my child. So like, I'm like, yes! No, I'm so excited for you. So it's new episodes every, is every Wednesday? Every Wednesday, um, a new episode. Our next episode will be um, with Mitch, actually, um, from The Circle. Um, because after our show, just to tease you, after our show, um, there were some moments that were brought to the forefront Mm -hmm. and he was painted as a racist and homophobic. And you know what, girl, if you ain't racist and homophobic, you known us, like, obviously we cool, we're friends, clear that up for us. Because, right. you know, we're minorities, me and Savannah. Clear that up for us. Are you racist? What, 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 what's going on? Right. And um, we gave him the floor to clear it up. Yeah. That's, oh, I love that. I was, you know, yeah. I was going to ask, who are your future guests on those shows? Can you spill any other tea or are we going to just chill it there? Um, I'll say this last thing. Today, we recorded an episode with Mike Mulderig from X on the Beach, Lohan Beach Club. And for me, I think that this episode will be very special because so many people don't know and realize that I've known Mike for almost 10 years. And we were like baby YouTubers that like came up together and like 
were besties. We like fell out. He was like sleeping on my couch. And then we both manifested us both being on reality TV. Um, so it, it's a very like, you just don't know who I know. You don't know where we came from. We just popped up on TV one day. Um, but we all knew each other from yesteryear. And now it's like, we're in college now. Yes. Oh, I love it. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'll be tuning in. Yes. Um, so I love it. But that's not that's not all you and Savannah are working on. You guys also uh, were in season two of Floor is Lava coming to Netflix June 3rd. I'm hyped for this. I'll be honest. I didn't even see season one, but I did see the trailer for this the other day. And I was just like, what? It? So it's like for people who haven't seen, like, can you kind of like explain what the show is about and you know what we can expect in season two? Okay, Flores Lava is a very, uh, it is the Netflix spin on the classic game we all played as kids. You know, you jump from couch to couch. Oh, girl, don't don't touch the floor, girl. You're going to fall in the lava. Mm -hmm. um, except this time, if you fall in the lava, girl, it ain't the floor. Um, and so there's a huge sort of like fun obstacle course. And your job is to make it from one end to the other without falling in the lava. Um and what you can expect from Team Circle, um, to no one's surprise, um, a lot of trash talking. A lot of trash yes, talking. Yes. We are the strategic legends. <laughs> um, and, you know, we, we love to talk trash. So <laughs> that, that, that's what you can expect. When you fall in, is it like game over? Like you're done, you're out, it's over? Oh, yeah. It's like if your leg even falls in, you're like... I won't spoil it, but I saw that trailer and we know... We know what happens. Girl! You kind of know a little bit, but <laughs> did you do any sort of, like, you get the call for this. Did you, like, do any sort of training? Like, is this, like, you know, Girl. warrior type training you hop in your living room? Girl, this is, like, first of all, let's, let's laugh, right? Because Netflix called me, and Netflix knows I love them down. They are the reason we are here today. But they called me, like, asking like like you can say no if you want to oh. like you know <laughs> just it's for charity like, I, yes yeah of course absolutely like like i'm gonna turn down like i'm gonna turn down being on tv again yes hey. um in terms of training it happens so fast girl what training i literally was 15 pounds heavier than i am present day oh, I um yeah. it was like the stress eating from the the circle hate <laughs> Yes, understandable, understandable. And then they wanted me to jump my ass. <laughs> That's like, Mitch is not, right? It's you, Savannah, and Jack. Is that right? It's me, Savannah, and Jack. They said, Courtney, if you could do Floors Lava, who's your team? I said, well, obviously, Savannah and Jack. Yeah. Like, <laughs> obviously, Savannah and Jack. Yeah. <laughs> it, listen, y'all will thoroughly enjoy Floors Lava. That's, <laughs> all, that's what I'll say. It's entertaining. I'm excited. So third <laughs> Netflix, Courtney is back. I'm so excited for you. Um, bu -bu 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 back again. <laughs> Do they <laughs> all at once? Like, is it um, like a weekly like type of thing? How they drop the circle? I don't. I'm not sure. I think they put them all out all at once because okay. I don't imagine it being like a 15 episode like thing. It might be like eight to ten episodes or something okay. like season one. I love that. I hate having to wait a week. Um, that's the worst. I would literally go through. I mean, with the circle, like I'm banging out four episodes. Like that's nothing. Like. I would watch the entire season in one day if they put it all out at once. I would just like sit and binge episode after episode. It's such an easy bingeable show, you know? Very mm. good at how like ending on a cliffhanger. My sister, she has more willpower than me. She's like, I'm just going to wait till they all come out so I can sit and watch them all. I'm like, but what if it gets spoiled? Well, that's, see, I don't risk that. 
and you know what I really don't like I'm getting off on a sidebar here but like with the Kardashians new show being on streaming like 8 a.m on Thursday mornings we know what happened in the episode because there's articles everywhere about it like yeah I, I needed the e-network to like come on <laughs> like come on I can't I can't you're like save some mystery for the rest of us like, it's like now I know Courtney broke her engagement ring thanks like <laughs> I didn't even get to see it so for me oh I just I banged through it went as soon as they come out um so speaking of which let's talk about the circle a little bit season okay. just wrapped um the finale came out this Wednesday uh well you know before we even get into season four I guess how would you kind of compare your experience doing floor is lava versus doing the circle i mean like in one you're completely isolated obviously and the other like you couldn't be more can i just say the circle is they're both competitions right Mm -hmm. but you're not winning a hundred thousand dollars on floor is lava like i think it's like 10 g's in a lava lamp um (laughs) and i'll say this the the best part about floor is lava versus the circle was I loved the feeling of waking up, getting in my car, going to the set or whatever, and like having my own trailer and literally hanging out with Savannah and Jack, like in my trailer and like kikiing and having snacks and like talking trash. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like Chase and Harry are like going by and we're like, we're going to kick your ass. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was so fun. Reality TV is literally like high school. It's so fun um, at times. Uh Um, But the circle was definitely, it was just way more high stakes. Like I wasn't anxious doing floor is lava. The circle, I feel like I was physically shaking so much. I could have vibrated off the balcony and flew across (laughs) building to building. Like I was like, I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm going home every time. (laughs) And you're alone. So you can't even like stress with a friend and just like grip on them or something. Like I'm like, wow, I'm so anxious. My producer's like, well, you did everything you could. (laughs) I'm like, that's not support. So yeah, so still like strategic, still a competition, but like night and day, I feel in terms of like the energy. I would say like the circle is like fear factor on the anxiety scale and Flores Lava is like kids choice awards. Like Uh, fine uh, family fun girl. (laughs) So you would do Flores Lava again? I would do Flores Lava as many times as they wanted me. I love that. I'll be 50 doing Flores Lava. (laughs) Yes. Netflix, I hope you're listening. We're coming back. Season three. Come back. <laughs> Period. Okay. So so now let's talk a little bit about season four because okay. um I mean again, like I'm upset. First of all, I can't even believe we're talking about season four and you're on season two. I don't know how they popped out two seasons like that. Like they filmed them back to back. Yeah. I mean, I feel like literally cast members left the place and then they refilled them the next day. Like that, yeah. They, yeah. That yeah. Yeah, After season two ended, season three, they came in 24 hours later. I was like, damn, give season two cast their time to shine for a little bit longer. You know, did you feel type of, I feel like I would feel a little bit like, bitch, I'm still supposed to be shining for like, keep it like a pregnancy. Like give me nine months till you pop out new baby <laughs> season three. That, that's probably my biggest critical critique of the circle was, was how fast season three came out. And for the reason that you said was like, I felt like, and let's not act like our season wasn't <laughs> shrouded in drama. So I'm sure there was a part oh God, of was- someone somewhere that was like, girl, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so good that your season was, I mean, I, I mean, I'm being biased, but like one of the best, like there, it just was you. fire. Your cast was so good. I and, agree. Yeah, like it was very good. But good. my thing was, I felt like season three came out too soon. And I felt like those people didn't get 
their moment the way that we did because the people I'm just speaking as someone on this side it appeared as though the fans were still like wrapped up in us mm-hmm. by the time James was coming in still and it's and it's like well th- we could have got season three for Christmas this year like l- my thing was let the fans miss us because the break between one and two was like by the time we came out the yeah. fans was like foaming at the mouth like yeah and that wasn't even like a COVID delay because you guys were taping like during COVID, right? So mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know. It was like a normal break. And then season three, I mean, yeah, it is almost forgettable. Like It felt like 90 days later. Then here they asses came and I feel bad for them in that sense. And they know this because they're great people. Their show just came out too fast. And I think that's really the biggest thing that was like, I don't want to say wrong with it, but wrong with the launch. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, it wasn't the right time, in my opinion. They no, should I, be coming out now. As a viewer, I, I totally agree with that. I felt like, I mean, I just remember seeing, oh, my God, Circle's back, trending number one. Like, I'll watch it, but this shit was, is back? Like, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know it was even, like, in the works. So, girl, that was that was really quick. Um, but season four just wrapped. And spoiler alert, if you have not finished the season, then you got to, like, I don't know, skip ahead because we're about to be talking all the tea. Um, the finale, listen, listen, just like the Kardashian, at least I gave everybody two days. Kardashian <laughs> two hours after midnight when the episode comes out or so, you know. <laughs> we got two full days. If you didn't watch the finale, that's on you. Um, Frank wins the season and I am so happy about it. Um, thrilled you, and delighted. You are, you are thrilled and delighted. Were you surprised at all? Or? Very surprised. I'm yeah. not even going to front. I was shocked, gagged, and gooped. And I think that that was part of the delight. Because if you hear me talk about the circle, you know, everything for me is very strategic because there are no feelings in a game where these people are strangers. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Um, And for me, if I were in the game, Mm -hmm. I would be doing everything in my power in that final vote to make sure that Frank's ass was last because he was so amazing and nice and delightful and real. Well, of course, my rude ass, well, my ass ain't never going to win now. Yeah, like, his ass gotta go. It was like so obvious that it was like, I don't know what he, there was a moment in the finale where he's like, I really hope everyone votes with their hearts and not with their heads. I'm like, of course you hope that because you know, you are the top super secret influencer. Like you are a favorite. Like everyone, yes. you, you're a very lovable person. Of course you hope that, but man, I don't know. Everyone often was just like- they, I think they voted with their hearts this season. And yeah. I think that that was something that I personally didn't expect because I, in my eyes, I see the game as evolving as each season, it should get more strategic, more strategic, more strategic. But sometimes the fans, they miss that season one, yeah, yeah like ring around the rosy, like they miss that. And I felt like season four was a really good mix of season one and two. It was like if Nathan were to stay, like Frank was genius by getting rid of Nathan, that would have might that might have changed everything. Because you know Nathan would have had Frank last with that snake portrait. Like he was Frank. <laughs> Frank, if you're watching this, it hurt me. It hurt me um, when my good Judy Alex went home. However, that was the smartest thing you could have done. I was that would have been like if Lee would have sent my ass home with the super secret influencer, Lee would have won. Like, you get what I'm saying? But him and I had already agreed. Bitch ass is going. Oh my gosh. Do you stay in touch with Lee? Yes, Lee is my baby. He always checks in on me. Um, he always, he knows I don't answer the phone. So he will always leave me um like a voicemail. Hi. Oh, like he's I, very lovely. And I appreciate him being patient with me because Lee is a phone call girl. 
um but i am i'm born in 92 i can't do that so send me a voice note or a text or we may not speak um, but i love lee <laughs> oh my god i'm dead but that's no so i'm glad i i'm i have to say i wasn't surprised because i feel like i kind of got the vibe that with everyone left like they were going to vote with their hearts and mm. i just yeah i, mean, I thought rachel or everson were going to take it i thought everyone was going to vote yeah. like you ling last frank last and then it would have bumped like the others up that's how i saw it if anything i kind of thought i expected that out of you ling because mm. She was very smart. Like every move she made, like a game of chess. Like, and I, you know, I don't know if I fully buy the whole Alyssa blocking thing, how like she just assumed someone else was gonna save her. Mm. I don't know. Like, I think that I don't know. I, I was I was uncertain if she was gonna have Frank as her number one, even though he is like and has been the whole game. If mm. that when it matters, when 150 is on the line, are you putting Frank first? I would ne- 150. See, they couldn't let Nate. You're right. They couldn't let Alex ass in that final because that would have been a whole different winner. And it would have been, and I wouldn't have been mad at it. The fans would have been pissed. But yeah. I would 150. Yeah, 150. 150. So let's talk about that 150 because usually it's a hundred thousand dollar grand prize. It was 150 this season because one thing that the circle is very good at that I really appreciate as a viewer is it's on. I mean, it's the same show, but it's unpredictable each, each season because there's always a new twist. Your mm-hmm. season, you had the Joker, like that was never done in any other season, and you were Miss Joker. I, I can't believe I was a twist. <laughs> you were a twist. This season, we have the Spice Girls. We have Mel, Scary Spice, and Baby Spice in the building. And if you missed it, like they catfish successfully catfished the rest of the cast, and therefore an extra fifty grand was added to the prize pot so I guess my question is like what did you think about that twist like are you are you pissed they weren't on your season because I'd be salty (laughs) listen I love the Spice Girls down first of all I love them love them love them but I'm glad that Lisa was on my season because man do I love me some Lisa um that's really my girl I need to go and get tacos with her soon (laughs) um I loved that the Spice Girls were there because to me they, I don't want to say they carried the first half until they left, but it definitely, th- them being there held my attention until they left. Um, that is number one. Number two, I, what I thought was interesting was to me, the game didn't get more cutthroat once they left and they found out that it was 150. That's why I was surprised at the final rating because I felt like once the Spice Girls left, they were in with the Spice Girls. The yeah. stakes were raised so much higher with the extra 50 grand. That's yeah. why I truly was shocked, delightfully, um, that someone so pure of heart won the game. Yeah. Um, but we need that. We needed like another Joey-esque, like just real who you are, kind of winner and that's why i appreciate the fact that frank won yeah mm. all of our winners are like good winners the circle has like good winners too. yeah they, yeah they definitely do definitely mm-hmm. um no i love that twist and you're right like having that right off the jump it's just like whoa what we got the spice, <laughs> the spice i'm hooked i'm in like you got my attention mm-hmm. um, was there any blockings this season that like which one shocked you the most which one were you like meeting? alex Oh, really? Alex, I was gutted, gutted. Because obviously I see myself in Alex and you always want yourself to do the best. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear um, Alex said that I was one of the people that he learned how to play the game from. So obviously I wanted him to go as 
far as he could. And when the first few minutes of that finale started, I had to pause. I had to pause it. And Alex, I ain't even met his ass yet. I had to open up my DM and I said, Alex, girl, had to leave him the voice note, girl, I am hurt. I am hurt that you are not in the finals. I just wanted him to be in the final really badly just to show that um, there's nothing wrong with being strategic. There's nothing wrong with causing chaos in a game where you don't know who is who. You know what I mean? Um, And I felt like Alex got a lot of hate online for simply playing the game. Don't be mad at the people playing Circle Season 9 on Circle Season 2 and 4. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like I actually was, I wouldn't say that was my most shocked. I was definitely most shocked by Alyssa's blocking. Like, mm. I, I don't know. I liked her. I, I really did too. And I just like really thought, she, I mean, she was definitely super strategic too and mm. very calculated with every move. And I appreciated that. So I thought she was going to make it farther. I just was like, oh, like, I don't know. I was taken back by that. But I will say, I did think that Alex was slash Nathan tricked like I don't know was very strategic towards the end with like reaching out to Frank and saying you know and it wasn't even a lie like brute mm-hmm. me x y and z and this is why I didn't reach out to you and I thought that might have gotten into Frank's head and um that would have been I don't know yeah that definitely was a little surprising to me that ever since stayed being new um mm. and not building as close of a connection as like Amani did and stuff like that so I I could see that for sure that was a uh, that was tough because then you're right. He was, he was kind of like the only one really playing like a super, super smart game left out of those final, those final people. So I, that's Alex, I appreciate you. Please know that you, um, you did that. People like that. You can't have everyone just be like holding hands the whole time. Cause like, we don't want to see that. I want to see a fight. Like I want to see. Can I just say, this is like so off topic, but um, can I just say someone else that is a delight from that season forecast? Yes. Um, Parker. Oh. Now, <laughs> if you haven't seen the circle season four, she doesn't stay long. Sorry. <laughs> um, hashtag what is memoirs is my favorite thing. Um, and I, world. How, did that <laughs> How did that happen? I just really need the world to know that we we have to see Parker again on television. Yes. This young lady is like, she is like straight up 2001 MTV real world open book. Like she will tell you anything and she owns who she is to be so young. She's like 22. She owns who she is. And I met her last night and I just was wow. so delightfully surprised by, I was like, well, girl, two episodes. We need a 12 episode something. We need you falling down drunk in the club. We need you getting into the cat fight. We need you stealing somebody, man. Like she's great. Um, that's just my PSA. Sorry. <laughs> this wasn't the right show for her. Or at least no. catfish. Yeah, like, like you just can't play a 50-something year old man in that memoir. Is like she Some producers knew that. They knew that when they met that girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. She knew in that moment it was kind of like game over, I think. Like, oh my God. <laughs> But she's excellent. I think she's great. Put her on something else. Put her on a, put her on like a too hot to handle-esque kind of something, something in a bi kind or something. Yeah. Too hot to handle. I could see it for sure. Um, so I guess going off that, is there um, any saves that happened this season that surprised you that you're like, I cannot believe this person made it this far in the game? I was surprised. Um, and I like her. I like them all actually. But once again, 
I was surprised that Yuling made it to the finals because she was so iconic. Like, you get what I was like? like to me, she was like the superstar. Her and Frank were like yeah. the superstars of the season. And it's like, I guess I can put myself in their shoes and say, well, people might say that Chloe was like the superstar. Well, how could I have let Chloe get to the finals? But um, as a viewer, I was like, damn, if I was there, Yuling ass would have to go. We would yeah. have to be friends after this because she's excellent. So she's got to pack her bags. See, that's why I got to be a fan because I would be going there and upsetting the fans again um, by sending their people home. Um, but I don't care about that. But that, but Yuling being around and being saved, like I was surprised. I thought that by this point, they would be a little bit more strategic and like, yeah. you know, I'd be trying to take like Mama Carol to the final. Like, you know? And I a lot of people like, didn't give a shit that like Carol's definitely a catfish. We're gonna keep her in. They should have kept Parker. Yeah, I know. I they should have kept Parker. Stop sending home people that are like not really threats. Like if she doesn't know what a memoir is, that's the girl I want to be next to in the final. That's right? True. I didn't even think of it that way. Cause like more if she don't know what a memoir is, she definitely can't win a popularity contest. <laughs> like you get like you get what I'm saying? Being a man, an old man, like, but that's just how I think, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey. No, you're right. I feel like that just was a mistake on uh, like whoever was in power as an influencer. Like they just kind of like, you can't, you can't keep the strongest players in the game. We're trying to win at the end of the day. Like you have to keep alliances here and there and whatever, but you know, you need to, you need to win still too. So too much, too much of that just didn't work out. Carol, I can't believe Mama Carol made it as far as she did though, because so many people like knew she was catfish. Like you know what I'm saying. Like they were mm-hmm. to get rid of Parker for being a catfish, but people are like, mm, we can we could find a friend in Carol here and just like keep it going because she's loyal. Like, mm, mm. I so I don't know. That could that could have that could have gone the other way, but it didn't. Um. Uh, so other than Frank, because obviously Frank wins, but who do you think played like the best game? And not not in terms of like how they finished, but like was smartest about it. Alex. Yeah. yeah. Alex. Alex and, and maybe Yuling. Mm-hmm. Um, because I felt like Yuling was the perfect balance of uh personality and strategy. And I felt like Alex ain't care what he looked like on TV. And that's how I that's who I'm rolling with because it's not about them, it's about you trying to get the coin. Yeah. Um, and I I really felt like he was thinking, like yeah. his mind was very powerful. I respect it. Definitely, definitely. Every move was super smart. Like you can't let like those those um like the games you do, like the portraits and the, this and that, like you, that's an opportunity for you to like put some doubt in the big, big players of the game. Like mm-hmm. that's what that's meant for. Not just to like, oh, let me draw a little like stick figure with you. That's like so cute. Like that's not what we're doing. You're not- Don't draw just words on the page like I did because the producers <laughs> were trying to make me fight with Chloe. I said, she's great. Oh, but that's your life. You got to do it. <laughs> but like, I get that. You Ling like was very smart whenever she was like, okay. So for example, the moment with uh, the illicit thing happened, everyone's mm-hmm. like, you can't trust her now. That's supposed to be her best friend in this game. And she turned her back on her. She somehow cleaned up that mess so nicely. Like, <laughs> like it never even happened. And everyone was like, mm, I don't care. I love her and I trust her and it doesn't matter. And, and she was super smart about that. I think she like recovered really well. Brew had her back because of it and all this. I, she could have easily lost right there and like been the next one gone. You know, I was kind of surprised Brew got sent home when he did too. Now that, now that yeah. we're, you mentioned him. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I was like, damn, Brew. But Brew was another one I would never want in a final with me. Mm-hmm. He's I, excellent. No, <laughs> yeah, another threat. Like, yeah, uh-uh. Like, You're too great. Sorry, Brew. That's a compliment. 
<laughs> yeah, respectfully, you need to leave. We'll we'll catch up in Kiki when this is over. But for yeah. now, you gotta go. You got you gotta leave the building. He was very smooth and charming, and like not in a strategic way. He just was like mm-hmm. very lovable, and that's threatening. You gotta go. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about Trevor now because okay. at the end of the game, we have Trevor coming in, who famously Delisa, who won your season. That is who she catfished as her her husband. And so yes. I, I'm shook. He came in catfishing as Imani, Delisa's friend, played a great woman. Like mm-hmm. I, I was again buying it and I'm watching. But he he was in the final two with Frank. Like, mm-hmm. are you surprised that he he did so well as a catfish and, and came in second? I am not surprised at all. Um, my thing is, is like Delisa probably came home from the circle with everything that she knew mm-hmm. and passed it along. Because, I mean, why wouldn't you? You get what I'm saying? To give your family another shot at that coin and even more coin. Yeah. Um, so watching Trevor in the circle, I was not surprised at all. Having met him, I was like, mm-hmm. well, I, I know you probably ate it up. I know you did. Like, like, you know what I mean? He's just he's just that kind of personality. Oh my God. I love that. Did you meet anyone else? So you met Trevor, you met Parker. Have you met anyone else from the fourth season? No. Um, the rap party is next week. So that is when I will be meeting the cast. I'm so excited because last season, season three, we were like going out to dinner, like while the episodes were airing. And, and it was like, I was like getting attached to them. And then like, I felt like my view of the show was like, hella skewed yeah. so this season i ain't talked to none of the asses um <laughs> until like super recently like as of like the other day yesterday or something like that um and i was able to enjoy the show watch it as a fan and now i'm really really excited um to meet them i want a picture with you link <laughs> do you do you kind of i guess is it kind of like a family you all kind of have this bond like such a unique experience you all share do you all like stay in touch season one two three all of you guys um i definitely well we all stay in touch. I wouldn't say like every single person is like, you know, like besties with everyone, but like there are definitely like our, like everyone has like their core groups and then they like break down into like smaller groups of people that see each other all the time. Like I'm really, I really love like Joey and like Sammy and like Shuby I saw last night, Savannah, of course, and my Mitches and my Jacks. And like, you know, but also uh, season three, like I love Matt. Like if Matt lives in LA, we would hang out all the time. Uh, Daniel crazy ass. Like, like you know, I, I, I really have a love for them because if anyone's going to get the experience, it's going to be them. Right. Like, you know, like the fact that Kay just calls me just to check on me and like we go out to like happy hour, me, her and James is like, it's everything. I, I really love that. Yeah, no, that's so special. And I love that for you. Um. My last question that I do have for you, since Ooh. I asked this last time and it came to fruition, what is next for you? What does this next year look like? And what are some goals you have? Because you're going to speak it into existence right now. So put it out. Oh my God. Oh, it's like pressure now. Okay. So I better be intentional. Um, I think within the next year, I want to do a lot more hosting, a lot more television work, um, both scripted and unscripted. Um, and maybe even animated, uh, doing voiceover work, like is something that I've always wanted to like dive headfirst in. And I didn't really know how to start that, but I'm definitely going to work on that, um, over the next year. So that's so amazing. I love that. Yeah. I mean, you could do it all. Like you're just such a, a lovable person and you. like, you're so talented. Like you're just a great talker. So just keep talking for a living. Like just, oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> of course. Um, okay. So let everyone know where they can find you on social. You guys can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Court Revolution and Courtney Revolution on Instagram. 
go. Well, thank you so much again. I love talking with you. I'm so happy to see you thriving. Thank you. Not letting, you know, you know, taking everything and just running with it and, and you're killing it. And I'm so excited to get to see you on TV again. Like you're about to, so everyone, floor is lava, June 3rd, right? June 3rd, only on Netflix. Y'all want to get some giggles in. Yes. And podcast, uh, Homecoming Queens every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, uh, where you listen to podcasts and also on the Eve YouTube channel, you can watch the episode as well. Oh, I love that. I'm going to need to watch. I haven't watched oh, yeah. it. Me and Savannah will be shooting each other the looks like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> element to the whole interview. I love that. I'm gonna yeah. Well, thank you so much again. And um, of course, you know, we'll have we'll have another catch up soon when you're doing big when you're animating voices next year. We'll be talking when I'm the new SpongeBob <laughs> when I get a Pixar movie. SpongeBob 2.0. I love it. Yes. Well, thank you. Well, guys, that wraps up this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I love having Courtney on. The energy is just unmatched. I'll be trying to get some more interviews for you guys in the upcoming weeks. Um, you know, it's been hard for me to keep up with these week after week. It's just been hard, like whatever, that's the tea, but, uh, I'm going to keep doing my best to bang these out because they're so much fun. Um, especially when you have someone that is as delightful as Courtney. So thank you for listening and we'll spill the tea next time. See ya. Bye.